Hello CryptoDots, today is September 13th, 2020. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the top 10 daily stats as well as your crypto news of the day. I am your host, Blockchain John. Cryptonauts. First, friendly reminder, we do have a Discord channel available for Cryptocurrency Chat, in which I will leave a link in the description below. If you want to collaborate on my podcast, you can reach out to me through that Discord app or through the Anchor app. With that said, let's get started with your top 10 daily stats. Starting off with Bitcoin settling at $10,913.13 for a 1.5% gain. Second place, Ethereum settling at $380.14 for a 5.3% gain. Third place, USDT Tether settling at $0.99 for a 0.1% gain. Fourth place, XRP Ripple settling at $0.25 for a 4.6% gain. Fifth place, Polkadot settling at $5.24 for a 1.8% gain. Sixth place, Bitcoin Cash settling at $234.81 for a 2.1% gain. 7th place, Chainlink, settling at $11.15 for a 3.7% gain. 8th place, Binance Coin, settling at $27.65 for a 1.9% gain. 9th place, Crypto.com Coin, Crow, settling at $0.16 for a 0.5% loss. 10th place, Litecoin, settling at $48.34 for a 0.9% gain. Alright, Cryptonauts, that is your top 10. And so far, overall, we're looking like we're in the green. Looks real good. So with that said, Cryptonauts, let's get started with your crypto news of the day. Alright, Cryptonauts, next friendly reminder, we are using Decrypt.co to get our daily news as well as CoinGecko.com. To get our daily stats. Don't forget to collect your daily candies. With that said, first news coming in from David Hollerith and Robert Stevens. Ethereum 2.0 on track for November launch, says Deb. Ethereum 2.0, the much needed and much delayed update to the Ethereum blockchain, is on track for a November 2020 launch, according to one of its developers. In a blog post summaring up recent updates on a long road to Ethereum 2.0, Raul Jordan, an Ethereum 2.0 developer with Ethereum infrastructure builder Prismatic Lab, said that should various security checks and user experience polish take place, November is still looking good for a launch from our perspective. Ethereum 2.0, the main upgrade to the Ethereum blockchain, can't come soon enough. The current Ethereum blockchain supports around 14 transactions per second. It is also fit to burst. Network utilization is at 97% and the average cost of the Ethereum transaction is on a record streak. Adding to the pressure the summer and is the summer's rise of DeFi, that's decentralized finance, the catch-all term for experimental non-custodial financial products into which investors have poured about $8 billion, almost all of it in the past three months. It has stretched Ethereum to its limits and the network is already too expensive to process small transactions. Ethereum 2.0, however, promises to solve all of that. Vitalik Buterin, co-founder of Ethereum, claims that the new version of the blockchain will eventually increase transaction speeds up to 100,000 per second. 
It also moves the blockchain from an energy intense proof of work blockchain to a proof of stake one. Alright. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. What else? Let me see. There's a lot more on there, but that's all we need to know. That's awesome. That's good. So there you go. Ethereum 2.0 coming in out in November. Next news written by David Hollerith. Bitcoin's price holds steady in the weeks following massive crash. At $10,468, the price of Bitcoin is safely above $10,000 for the fifth day in a row per metrics site Masari. Traders are still waking up to how in, waking up in hot sweat after Bitcoin's price jumped off a cliff with startling confidence at the beginning of this month. Effort from $12,000 on September 1st, its highest price since August 17th, to about $10,000 by September 4th. But now the price is steady. It's the same for other major coins. Ethereum increased by just 2.94% in the past 24 hours, XRP by 2.34%, and Chainlink by 1.39%. The only major coins by market cap by massively increasing are Binance Coin, also known as BNB, which jumped by 15.37% in the last 24 hours, and Polkadot, which increased by 14.41% in the past 24 hours. Um, okay. There you go. Alright, next news, written by Robert Stevens. Price surges push Polkadot and BNB up to the top 10 rankings. The order of the top 10 coins by Markup has changed. Binance's BNB and Polkadot are now the 5th and 6th largest coin by market capitalization respectively. To do so, they are, they are usurped Chainlink and Bitcoin Cash. The flip which took place overnight is due to the sharp rise in both BNB and Polkadot. BNB increased by 15.35% in the past 24 hours and $231 and DOT increased by 14.63% in the past 24 hours to $5.22. Chainlink and Bitcoin Cash increased. increases were far mild, milder, mild, milder. Chainlink increased by 1.29% to $12.59. And Bitcoin Cash increased by 1.89% to $228.96. Chainlink and Bitcoin Cash are now 7th and 8th largest coins by market cap, respectively. <clears throat> Alright, well, there you go. Next news. Written by Matthew DeSalvo. DeFi comes to New York as Gemini List Compound. Crypto exchange Gemini announced Friday that traders could start depositing PAX Gold AMP and compound into their accounts. Trading of the asset will begin on September 15th. The New York based exchange, headed by Cameron and Tyler Winklevoss, said that it would offer US dollar trading pairs for the three new tokens via its active trader platforms and API connections. The most noteworthy addition is COMP, the governance token for decentralized lending protocol compound that has a mar market cap of $563 million, according to metric site CoinGecko. Governance tokens are used to vote on updates to the network. That's part of what makes Compound more decentralized than other blockchain networks. Comp is earned by those who lend out money on Compound because earning so-called governance token like this is a relatively new phenomenon, and the summer's DeFi craze is a magnitude here heretofore unseen. Regulators may have had issues with the coin, but New York's regulators, known for being tougher than other states, are okay with Gemini listing the token. <clears throat> interesting, interesting. Another token, Gemini has listed as AMP. AMP is a digital collateral 
Collateral token offer an instant verifiable, verifiable collateralization for any kind of value transfer. In the past 24 hours, trading went from three, trading volume was 337,684, according to December Exchange Uniswap. The last Pax Gold, a stablecoin pegged to the gold, it marked its market cap stands at over 61 million dollars. Wow. Okay. Interesting. All right. I wonder how that's gonna go. Next news, written by Shuao Kong. Blockchains been a bust for China's blockchains 50 public companies. Remember the Blockchain 50 index pioneered by China's Shenzhen Stock Exchange at the beginning of 2020? The index comprises the top 50 public firms that claim to be affiliated with blockchain. It harkens back to the beginning of the year when China had announced its blockchain ambitions and companies had to rush to jump on the bandwagon onto the chain. Now that three quarters of 2020 has passed, an analysis of the firm, firm's financial report, <clears throat> though a few months delayed, reveals that many pro-blockchain firms are conspicuously quiet about their blockchain efforts. Ooh. <clears throat> this week's Debing looks into how Chinese public companies are struggling to remain rev relevant in the blockchain world. There are no real use cases. Perhaps the strongest evidence against these so-called blockchain companies is the lack of real use cases. According to a security daily, among the 262 public companies self-categorized as blockchain companies, only 23 mentioned live blockchain use case. Most of the use cases are in the public sector, supply chain finance, healthcare, and digital rights. The, these use cases tend to be on a small scale and frankly can be deployed without blockchain technology and instead use a distributed database. Interesting. Public companies lack competitive advantage. China is not devoid of blockchain use case. On the other contrary, over 11 provinces have started grants supporting blockchain companies, which many focus on blockchain-powered civil services. So who benefits from the free RMB? The answer is blockchain-native startups and big tech companies. Blockchain-native firms such as Beijing-based Red Data, Red Date, made a splash when China's blockchain services network BSN debuted. As the sole tech provider behind BSN, Red Date became the center of attention because no one had heard of it. Many observers wondered who are they and where did they come from? <clears throat> Let's see, scrolling on down. Uh, to the top, top three other things that happened in China last week. <clears throat> Another standard, China revealed a new blockchain protocol. China loves standards. Standards provide rules and guidance on what allowed what's allowed and what's not. The importance when new technology comes in because it prevents people from using the technology for things against the re regime. Blockchain is no exception. Uh -huh. The project codenamed Starfire sounds very much like China's blockchain service network. The difference, at least a rhetorical perspective, is the use case it envisions. Starfire focuses on, on interconnected sensors, instruments, and other networked devices rather than on pure software or consumer play. Okay, number two, an anti-sex movement emerged in China. All of a sudden, crypto WeChat is full of revolutionary sound posters that encourage retail investors to reach it from centralized exchanges and hold their own private keys. The movement seems to have launched by different parties all at once. Each poster has its own style and it's signed by different nicknames. Okay, however, the message is unanimous. Centralized exchanges have been exploiting real retail consumers. Many believe that the central exchange are manipulating token prices. 
halting prices during big price shifts, even listing fake tokens and moving user funds without notifying them. It's time to regain independence. Okay. Number three, Gate.io's first policed visit thanks to Kimchi. Gate.io is one of the old, old, oldest but lesser known crypto exchanges outside of China. Just had its first surprise visit from the Chinese police. On September 11th, the police visited Gate's office in Shongsan, uh, a city in Guangdong province. After consumers complained about losing money in a fraud, the trouble seemed to stem from Gate's listing kimchi, a fork from the sushi shop that went, well, sour. It's commonly acknowledged that Gate is a second tier crypto exchange, a rank below Huobi, Binance, and OKX. But it has come, but it has become a fertile ground for to trade small market cap altcoins. Many consumers had assumed that the company's headquarters outside of China. Hold on. Many consumers had assumed the company is head, headquartered outside of China since the government chased most of the exchange offshore in 2017. After the news broke that the company is indeed based in China, many consumers submitted police report to demand justice. Okay. Do you know? I don't know what that is. It's like a Chinese symbol, which is a Chinese for the Russian Matryoshka nested dolls is Chinese new favorite DeFi word. The idea that SushiSwap managed to tap Uniswap's liquidity pool and drain its value is a perfect example of finding a doll within a doll. Ah, okay. Next news, written by Matthew DeSalvo. Bitcoin's engineers rediscovered huge blockchain vulnerabilities. Two Bitcoin, ooh, <clears throat> two Bitcoin engineers have discovered several vulnerabilities that could shut down blockchains two years after they thought the pa- thought they patched the issue. Bitcoin engineers Braden Fuller and Java Khan fixed the vulnerability named INV DOS on the blockchain on the Bitcoin blockchain in 2018, but published a research paper this week detailing how they found it found it in a number of other blockchain inter- iterations, BTCD and Decrypt. The attack works like this. One hostile blockchain node, a member of the blockchain network that, uh, that validates transactions, floods another one by spamming them with calls for non-existent transactions. As a result, the node would become overwhelmed and the memory would grow endlessly, wrote the researchers. This will crash the process and potentially freeze the process and computers until the process is terminated. Mm. <clears throat> In June 2020, Khan noticed that the old attack applied to BTCD, an alternative Bitcoin blockchain node that doesn't let its users send or receive payments. A month later, Khan discovered the vulnerability in another blockchain network, Decred. Okay. <clears throat> still, still, the vulnerability is pretty massive, at least in its potential. In 2018, over 50% of publicly advertised Bitcoin nodes with inbound traffic are likely a majority of miners and exchanges had the vulnerability were had the vulnerability and were at risk of attacks, said the reporter. <clears throat> the Litecoin and Namecoin blockchains were also at risk, added the report. While the report added it was like it was unlikely the vulnerability could have helped it have helped hackers steal Bitcoin, funds from the Lightning Network, a protocol to process Bitcoin transactions quicker, may have been at risk. <clears throat> may be at risk. Miners and exchanges running older versions of Bitcoin software may still be at risk, but most people running nodes will have the up will have the most up-to-date software the developers added you are likely you are likely already protected otherwise make sure to upgrade if the report said all right all right there you go so that is it crypto nuts that is it that was the last news of the day 
Alright Cryptonauts, I have a few referral links if you're trying to convert your fiat into crypto, check them out. Also if you're trying to look at earning compounded interest on your fiat for, uh, no, correction, on your crypto for crypto, you can use my referral link for the Celsius network. I highly recommend them. With that said Cryptonauts, I'll catch you all on the next one. Adios.